you choose to be. Now choose and listen to Backtrack. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I am joined by my friend Julian Alvarez. Hey there, works for the government. Hey. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Hey, doing all right. Yeah. Happy been... to be back. Yeah, for sure. You have a good week? Yeah, I feel. I think I'm a little sunburned. I went to the lake today, so. Okay, yeah, that would be that would be something. Yeah, for sure. So I might have it's a only a hundred and something Woo! degrees. Oh, you're. I'm you're, red. You're, I was not this red earlier. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's a Hispanic red. That's a that's, that's a deep red right there. That's a burgundy that's red. Like an Indian red, dude. <laughs> Indian burn. <laughs> oh, dude, I was not this red earlier. It's like a rug burn. Yep. A, you, you know, know what's what funny? Okay, so you see how it kind of stops like right there. It uh, the sun was actually beating more on this side. How did it end up over here? I don't know. Because this is where it was all shadowy. The sun is magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how do we know how that works? You know, it's just a ball of I'm gonna have a rough fire night. in this. I'm gonna have a rough night. That's all. That's all I, all <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you don't know, backtrack. This is our the show that we like to you know rewind back, take a look back at movies that we've yep. you know grew up with, and kind of give our nostalgic take and recap and kind of review it. Yep. Uh, today's movie is the seminal 1999 film, Ooh. The Iron Giant. Ooh. Directed by Brad Bird, who is notable oh. for his other Pixar movies like The Incredibles 1 and 2 and Ratatouille. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know he was the director of this. Yeah, so clearly, like, greatness, you know, yeah. starts with this. Okay, uh, all right, all right. Back in the day, this was definitely a box office bomb. Really? It made no money. Yeah, it, oh, it bombed shit. hard. And then only after, like, video release, like VHS and, you know, DVD, it became, like, a classic and cult following, you know? Why? Why, why didn't it do as – was I there have, not enough marketing? I, or? I think the trailers made it seem different than it was. Okay. We'll get into it in a second because okay. I don't remember it being very popular. No. You know, uh-uh. back in – like, let me take let's, – like, let's go back for a second. Okay, like, early, yeah. Early 90s – or late – sorry, late 90s, early right. 2000s. No one really – I was never on TV – no one ever really talked about no, it. No, uh-uh. I mean, there were, it was it was some like very very few and far between come on like Cartoon Network, uh-huh, or Nickelodeon, right? It would come on those, and that's it. Um, but that's it. I remember it maybe once or twice on yeah, Cartoon I Network. I never remember having it on TV, and I, I didn't watch it growing up. Like really, so I had the I had the VHS of this. My brother got into it because he had the DVD, and my brother really loved it. Okay, but. You know, he watched it a lot, so right. I mean, rightly so, it was a great movie. But I never had like a VHS of it. I never oh. watched it. So back in the '90s, this is like peak Mary Kate and Ashley days. This yeah, is peak yeah, Animaniacs, yeah. Uh, Lizzie McGuire, Batman the Animated Series. These are Warner Brothers properties, right? Yeah. And they're always oh. they always had those Warner Brothers like trailers. Is this stuff. a Warner Brothers? This is Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. interesting. And, and it didn't. And it did do very well. No, no, it did not. It, I mean, it, wow. it, it was always in those trailers, right? They always had Mary Kate and Ashley and Batman, and they always had you know the kids WB. Do you remember that? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, I remember those. Kids yeah. WB yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like that was my only memory of the movie because interesting it, because it was like they had a trailer for it in the Poke- the original Pokemon movie, the Pokemon the first movie. I had the VHS of that, and that's something I watched. You believe me? I yeah. watched a lot of that growing <laughs> up. You know, huge Pokemon fan. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have all the cards. Yeah, right behind, behind your head. Me. You have all <laughs> of them framed up. Framed up. Uh, but they had in the in the trailer right for the Iron Giant in the original Pokemon movie, the VHS. It made it seem like something entirely different than what it was. I I remember it. There was a trailer where it was like when you're home alone, and yep, yep. it was and it felt like it was supposed to be a, a a child's Goosebumps type movie. Like it was supposed to be a child's horror film. It seemed very horrorish because it's just like the trailer. The guy's like, "You're nine years old. You're watching TV," <laughs> and then like all of a sudden, it, it, and it's cut between. Uh, Hogarth watching TV and then they, it goes black. Right, like, right, oh, right. And he goes up to the investigate, 
And then he's like, oh, your conclusion is? And Hogarth's like, invaders from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you do what any kid would do. You go looking for trouble or whatever. Really? <laughs> they rush out of the woods, and then you see the Iron Giant, you know, turn. And, right. like, and sure enough, it finds you. And right, right, right. It cuts to, like, different, like, bullets. There's, like, guns firing. There's tanks. There's, like, the Iron Giants firing lasers and, like. This almost it, seems a little too mature. It seems really mature. Like, that's definitely why my mom probably won't let me watch it. There's, huh. gun, there's gun violence. Like, there's yeah. not let her kid watch this, you know? Um, so I would not have gone that route for marketing it. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's a weird choice. I would not have gone that far or gone that route. Maybe if we go back in time and market the movie, we can make it a success story. But I'm, I'm curious as to how would, how would I do it? How would you do it? I'd market it as a superhero movie. Okay. Like tor- like the same way that you would for like a Batman uh or Superman Phantasm or yeah. uh Batman they had those Batman shorts that they put into movies like sub Batman Sub Zero with like in the nineties with like Batman and Mr. Freeze fighting, whatever. Right, right, Do right, something right. like that. Huh. Okay. This, and at this core, this movie is a superhero movie. Yeah, and, and and obviously there's like allusions to Superman. Yes. Right. It's probably the best so, Superman movie. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I think I would probably would have went like a Superman route. Like you see the meteor coming down and just lands in the field or whatever. In this in this movie, it's like a forest it's or an something. Ocean. Or an ocean. Yeah. And then you see like people like or the machine like the eyes glow and you see people freaking out or whatever. And then you see this kid. He's like, oh, this is my friend. Like you see the friendship build. I, that's probably what what I would have. Yeah, that's probably for best. Yeah. But to go for like a, a a tween or like teenager horror film, it's weird. Great uh, choice. Yeah, I would not have gone that route. It's odd. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, this is before the superhero craze kind of happened, right? But going forward on this podcast, I want to establish like a little oh. game, okay, okay, contest type thing, a podcast within a podcast type of thing. Okay, right? okay. Where you call it the superhero's journey, right? Oh, okay. So every time we ever cover a superhero movie, okay, Iron Giant. I'm, categorizing as one this will be the first sure. one we do okay we'll okay. rank them against each other and we'll find the very best of the best and the worst, oh. of the worst. we'll make a list and stuff okay. going forward so All this right. is our first one so obviously it's number one right 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 we'll, we'll figure out like what's our favorite you know going forward and okay we'll make, we'll make okay. our own list and stuff right um but yeah weird movie i liked it a lot watching i it. love this movie it's one of my favorite movies of all time yeah what, what did you when did you first watch it did you just as a little um kid? i mean if it came out in 99 and i only got it i mean i was poor as shit so i probably got it on vhs whenever maybe a, a year later or whenever it came out so maybe like 2000? 2000 2001 so i was what kindergarten first grade when it came out but i love this movie. it was one of my favorite movies i even had a little uh an iron giant toy a miniature oh no way yeah and it was super cool because you can move the arms straight up and down in the legs straight up and down just like him or whatever i would just like imagine because after you watch the movie because it came with the vhs that's where i got it okay, okay. it came with the vhs and I'd be like, I'm Superman. And just like, <laughs> he would just like run around and I would like bend his legs the way he would do it and just like blast off or whatever. Dude, it was the coolest was thing. Was it ever. a transformer? Did it, could it transform to like the gun? No, no, it was gun? just him. It was just him standing oh, okay. like this. Yeah. It was just a straight, just a toy, just a little miniature in, inside the VHS. It was taped on the front. Oh, that's cool. Or was it on the inside? I can't remember. Yeah. Dude, it was, it was awesome. All right. Do you just want to get into it now? Let's do it. Because I didn't get a chance to rewatch this, and I'm kind of pissed off that I didn't do it because I love this well, movie. Well, you're in luck. Just people who are listening to watch it, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the movie opens up. Space. You see mm-hmm. Earth. Oh, yep. The year yep. is 1957, and we see something entering the atmosphere, mm-hmm. hurtling towards the Earth. Is it an asteroid? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Uh, is it Superman? <laughs> no, it's the Iron Giant. Uh, <laughs> so this is important to keep in mind. 1957 America, right? which this takes place in. 
doing the space race. Space, space race. There you Sputnik go. was just been launched by the Russians or the first satellite into space, and that comes up in the movie a lot. And this is peak like McCarthyism, and yeah. like he's and like communist scare, yeah. and everyone's it, freaking it, out. It kind of gets into it a little bit. I mean, it's okay. a small town Maine, you okay, know, and it, it's a kids movie, so they don't really mention it too much. But I was kind of surprised how much like the fear of like, oh, we know we didn't make it, so we need to destroy it. We don't know what this is, you know, kind of thing. And it keeps coming up, and they keep talking about Sputnik, and it's just like, yeah, interesting, like history conspiracies, and yeah, is it peaking to like when what the year was like back then? Interesting, like, in the okay, 50s, you know, in a kids um, movie too, in a, in a kids movie like that, and it's. Here's the thing. I think, like, from 1990 to, to like, 2005, kids' movies were, like, the best they could have been. Because after that, it was, like, they started to get soft. Like, oh, we don't want to talk talk about this subject or we shouldn't touch on this subject. It's too serious or whatever. But the 90s and, like, early 2000s, they were, like, no, nah, we're, we're going to talk about – we're going to talk about race. We're going to talk about, you know – I think I think you're on to something. I think it's on the coattails, though, because the 80s kids' movies – are balls to the wall really like, i mean tmnt it was that's 1990 whenever that came out but uh like if you talk, like hold older like think labyrinth like these are kids movies and like oh, yeah. return to oz and these kids movies are like they're like oh no we're gonna scare your kids <laughs> <laughs> no we're gonna mess with their heads you know and like then parents are like oh yeah yeah it's fine and then or like peter pan you think about peter i don't even I, when did that one come out 50 something first the, one of the first scenes that you see captain hook just well, kills yeah, one of his own but mates. in terms of like because that, that's just like a kid that's like a cartoon right. it's, it's G-rated you know right uh, but, but like, so, I mean he mur- he should have just murdered someone but like a kids movie Indiana Jones is a kids movie you is it really? it's not even like a PG-13? It, that's Temple of Doom is the reason PG-13 exists oh really? yeah because that movie's PG and there's like a guy like chanting like oh, Bob Sumo oh, Bob Sumo <laughs> and they, they rip out his heart and they have the beat oh, of heart yeah, 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 yeah. Just like that, that was for kids like that was the wow. 80s so in terms of edge Okay. You're not, you're not beating okay. the 80s. And then people okay. were like, parents were like, wait, what's in these movies? <laughs> what <they> <laughs> so, I mean, I think we got the coattails of that in some okay. stuff. I mean, there's okay. a, lot of, a lot of kids' movies in our age. Where, like, I, okay, may, maybe and, I should rephrase it. For our generation, that was like balls to the wall. That was like, we don't talk, we don't get this serious anymore after like 2005, 2006. No. It's all like Disney. Well, well, a lot of the kids' movies, because I mean, you have daughters, so you're watching a lot of kids' movies now. And right. A lot of stuff is just like, it's PG for the sake of being PG when it really should be G. Yeah. Yep. It's just yep. like, it's throwing a butt joke here. Oh, it's PG. Like, it's really? Frozen really PG? You know, yeah. it's, it's really a G movie. But right. We're getting off. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were talking about the, the Iron Giants coming in, but I, I mentioned that it was, um, like, this was kind of gritty, like, for, for a oh, kids' yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. This movie is definitely gritty. And it, I think it's. In terms of the directing, we have Brad Bird who goes on to make other great Pixar movies, which are Incredibles. I mean, obviously, one of my favorite movies yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that one's not really necessarily gritty, but it touches on more adult themes, right? Adult, you know, midlife crisis in a kids movie. And it's yeah. like, oh, what? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's great. I think it's in terms of the directing and the writing and everything. It's, 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 this is great. Yeah. Uh, back to the movie. Though. <laughs> uh, we see some old guy out in the middle. He's basically he's on his boat. Yeah. Out in the middle of a hurricane. He's a town loon too. Yeah, he's the town loon. He's on. He's in the middle. He's, he's in this boat. He's lost at sea. What are they doing out in the and storm? At, at when you when you see the iron giant like as a meteor crashing down. Yeah, he, he's crashing down into like the eye of the storm. Like you see, the storm is like yeah. cycling and lightning, and yep. you're like, what's yep. he doing out here? How yep. do you get lost in that? <laughs> it's 1957, I guess. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, he's like the boat's taking on water, and he's on yeah. he's on the radio trying to fall from help, and he's like I don't know where I am, I, I'm, in, I'm near this location, and then he sees the Iron Giant, this meteor, mm-hmm. this, it has like this greenish glow, it looks cool, yeah. But he falls and it falls into the sky and right into the ocean, boom, kind of explodes. Yeah. He's like, 
he cool shot. He's like, I don't know what that was. And he, Michael he, Bay is what that was. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Oh, that would be. Whole, can you imagine if they remade this movie? I don't want to give anybody ideas, but like, right. Can you imagine an Iron Giant movie made by Michael Bay? That would. That would suck. I, I would watch it. You know, you know, I have. It's actually not even guilty pleasure. Fuck that dude. I own this. I love Transformers. I lo- I love the first three Transformers. The first I love three. It. Yeah. I'm, you know, one of those people like. Yeah, the first one, and that's it. And everyone hates everything else. I love all three. <laughs> but you don't like the other ones. No, they they were kind of lame. They were kind of pre- they were kind of pretty stupid. All right, so hear, hear me out. Because you were mentioning this earlier. Hogarth looks like... Uh, Tom Holland. So you would you cast Tom Holland as oh. older Hogarth and then Iron Giant make a sequel with Michael Bay? If I w- Here's the thing. If I would make it, I'd make it right now with Tom Holland because this is as young as we can get him. Well, you can do it. You can do it. We're going to pitch Iron Giant. <laughs> pitching Iron Giant 2. We're like a minute into the Iron reboot. Giant 1. The, the live action. The, Iron Giant 2, the live action. Hogarth is a little bit older, played by uh, oh, Tom older. Holland. Okay. Uh, and then the Iron Giant comes back. Yeah. All oh, CGI. yeah. That's right. And it takes place in the 60s or whatever. And uh, Hogarth's in high school or like college. Okay. And then okay. we're dealing with JFK and we're dealing with like. The Cuban oh. Missile Crisis or something. It should start with the assassination of JFK. I can do that too. Yeah. That would be after that. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when a lot of conspiracy theories started to really come out about like who shot him and how the bullets. The like, Iron the Giant did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Giant was way in the back saying so he learned like he, his he invisibility a, cloak and he, he just shot like, a laser and yeah. it just explodes. <laughs> Alternate history. Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. Uh, that'd be horrible. That'd be so horrible. <laughs> that, if Michael Bay m- made it, it would either be really awesome to watch. Or really terrible. You're there's just, no in between. Just cracking open a Bud Light because it'd be yeah. so much. Uh, there's no in between. Placement and Iron yeah. Giant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Iron Giant would have like a Pepsi logo on his back. Be <laughs> <laughs> drinking Pepsi, yeah. Pepsi oil or something. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, what a night! That would be horrible. Please don't do this. <laughs> Please don't do this. But I would totally cast Tom Holland because he looks just like him. He does look like Hogarth. Yeah. Um, where were we? In the movie? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> he, they see the meteor fall, the town loon. He's on the boat. Yeah. Uh, he's he thinks he sees the lighthouse. He's right. like, oh wait, wait, I see it, and, and the light slowly turns. But then he, as it turns, it's not one beam of light. It's two. Like two. And it's the eyes. And that's such a cool scene. Visual. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, and then he just he doesn't know what to do. He just starts stammering, and then he runs right into him. The oh, Iron geez. Giant. Yeah. And he gets he he's violently thrown <laughs> out the glass window of his boat. We were talking about a guy of his age would not survive this. At all. No, the first part. What's he the gets thrown part? through the, the glass. Yeah, no, yeah. By He'd that, be dead. Yeah. Secondly, the boat gets torn apart <laughs> by the waves <laughs> and the storm and by hitting the thing. And he gets thrown up over the waves and then sucked down into the waves. Yeah. He's just like floating around. And he gets slapped on some rocks. And then in the waves, he gets thrown. Yeah. He gets thrown upon some sharp rocks on the shore. And yeah. Psh, he's, he just looks up like he's fine. Yeah. You're uh, dead eight times. Let's assume that a man of his, his age did survive the first two things. So, so being thrown out <laughs> and then being glass, sh- yeah, glass shards. Yeah, and then and then being rocked around by waves. He would not survive being slapped by some waves on some rocks. He it's, would not survive that. It's still a hurricane. Yep. He's still out there. Yeah. And this and it, it kind of calms down, doesn't it? Like right when he yeah, looks like up. A, yeah, he yeah. looks up and he sees the actual lighthouse. Like, oh, yeah. is it a vision? Yeah. Was I messing? Was and now I... the storm's like kind of settling down. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, ooh, he wasn't crazy. <laughs> It's not crazy. Iron Giant was real. Yeah. But it's a miracle he's alive. It's a miracle. And yeah, that's no. why people won't believe him. It obviously has 18,000 concussions <laughs> if he survived. <sighs> anyway, next morning, we see the calm seaside village, the town of Rockwell, Maine. Yeah, it's like there wasn't even a hurricane. Yeah. No damage, nothing. He was probably way out there, you know? He's <laughs> he must have been. He had to have been. If, if there's no damage to the town yeah, whatsoever. Totally fine. Like, not even the harbor. The yeah, harbor's not even. fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. Birds yeah. are singing. <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's like it, I think it's uh, winter-ish because it does snow later on in the movie, but it's probably yeah. We we kind of come into like the closing of fall. You see the fall the fall oh, leaves yes, fall. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, they're you're falling. Right, you're right. Yeah. So we see our protagonist Hogarth Hughes. We see he's a young lad. He's riding his bike through town. Right, right, right. Uh, we see, and he's going to see his mom at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom. Do you know the actress? Her voice has always sounded familiar, but I don't know who it is. Jennifer Aniston. <gasps> no way. Yep. What? Isn't that crazy? What peak nineties though, dude? Wow, that's so nineties. Yeah. I have Jennifer Aniston in anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we see that she's like a waitress, and she works at like these fifties diner. And right away, we see that Hogarth is like this mischievous youth. He's always getting into trouble and yep, things like yep, that. Yep. And he's like, uh, what's your impression of Hogarth and what's your impression of, of his mom? Like, what do you he, think? Because he's, he's not even getting into trouble. He's just being a kid. Like nowadays, that's that's called like being like getting into trouble. Oh, trapping squirrels to like whatever, and because that's what he does, right? He traps a squirrel for a, as a pet. Like yeah. he wants to keep it as a pet. You know, getting worms. Like our parents thought that that was getting into trouble or whatever. Like, but it's just being a kid. Well, it, there's a difference being that he's taking it and bringing it into the house and it's destroying the house and he and he's like you get the sense that he doesn't have a lot of friends and he's always kind of right. like, and he's always wandering off at night he's running away he, his mom doesn't know where he is he's Here, getting into trouble yeah here's where i was like really a big question mark came up why is she at work and this kid's just out in the forest just by himself well because she's a she's a single parent right she gets into right like she, i mean we don't know what happened to his dad but she's a single parent okay and she has to support him mm-hmm. And she has to support the house, and they're like, we really need to rent out a room in order to, for us to even survive through the winter. Like, we need somebody to live here. Like, we, oh. we don't have any money. She's a – anybody who works in the food industry knows. Like, it's right. horrible. You have to deal right. with horrible customers. And she's a single mom just trying to get by yeah. and make money. She always has to work late, you know. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry, you know, food dinner's here, you know. What else is he going to do? Uh, you got a point there. And it was like – what, the late 50s? Yeah. So things were a lot safer back then, too. Yeah. I mean, you're in Maine. There's not a lot going on <laughs> besides Iron Giants. That's true. Um, okay. Uh, but the, for- what I mean by Hogarth kind of getting in trouble because he's like, oh, mom, I found a pet. And he, she's like, oh, no pets already. He's mischievous is what he mischievous. is. Mischievous. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Yeah. But he has a great line. He's like, he's not a pet, mom. He's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> this kid had some great comebacks because they weren't like a smart-ass kid and they weren't like like – he he wasn't afraid to at least like give a little crack like oh, give, yeah. a little, give a little crack at you. Yeah, you know? that's what I mean. He's mischievous. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. So um, I love Hogarth. He's one of my favorite characters. I actually had a dog growing up. Guess what his name was? Hogarth. Hogarth. Wow. Yeah, and wow. the other dog was Biscuit. Biscuit. <laughs> Not Iron Giant. <laughs> no, no, it was Hogarth. That was our first dog, and he was like shaggy brown dog. Yeah, his name was Hogarth. Did you capture him and keep him as a pet? So I don't know how we got <laughs> stuck with this. Do- oh, I, okay. I know how we got. It was, so there was this roaming black lab in our neighborhood. We ended up taking it in. One day it gets out for a whole day. It's just gone. All of a sudden it just comes back. A couple. We find out later it's pregnant. <laughs> it went many, out had a good time. Yeah. And it came back. All right, you're going to take care of my 13 baby. Pups later, <laughs> oh, 13 pups later. 13 pups. 13? 13. And my parents this were. like 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, they were pissed. Because it was like the neighbor's dog that it got, you know, porked <laughs> by, right? So it got porked by the neighbor's dog. So then we're stuck with all these fucking pups. And my dad's like, what are we going to do? And we're like, can we keep one? He's like, or no, we wanted three. We want to keep three, right? And then my dad was like, no, you get one. So we picked this one and we named him Hogarth. Hogarth. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, back to the movie. <laughs> we're we're going to go off. We're going off track. It's, it's all right. Um. 
but she's like Hogarth's mom. She's I think she's a great character. She's like what the quintessential. Yeah. She's like the best mom, and she's like, oh totally. She's trying to like put him down easy, and she's like she obviously cares about her son, right? Uh, and she's like obviously doesn't want him to get into trouble, but she, she what's she gonna do? She can't really do much, right? Um, she she like she tells him like, oh you're gonna. She's like oh I'm, I'm gonna I'll keep it in the cage. I'll take care of the squirrel, you know. And yeah. she's like. Well, you keep it into a cage until you feel bad for him, and then you let him out, and then you let him go free in the house. Do you remember the raccoon, Hogarth? And he's oh. like, oh, I remember the raccoon. And you're like, what has this kid been up to? <laughs> but, of course, Hogarth immediately loses the pet in the diner. Like, oh, he looks geez. over, and the box is gone. He's like, I will go get my pet, and I'll be right back, Mom. And she's like, okay. you know. So he starts you know, frantically looking around the, the place. He sees it. The squirrel crawl under her table, yep. and it's the table of Dean. Yeah, Dean's one of my favorite guys. Dean ever. is great. Dean's like the he's, he's like the town cool guy. Yeah, he he's own, such a swell guy. He's he's like the owner of the local scrapyard, junkyard. You yeah, know, chill. Uh, he's he's an artist who sells junk or a junkman who sells art. Like that's what he's, <laughs> he calls himself. He's always he has sunglasses. He has a soul patch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, black leather jacket. Yeah. Uh, just all around cool guy. guy. He's like, oh, I want to I want to be like Dean. Yeah, you know? I can have a beer with this guy. And he doesn't care what people think about him. No, and it just makes him even cooler. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. But yeah, I love Dean. Dean's yep. great, uh, and he even stands up for the town nut who we saw at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and he just like the same guy's telling all these other locals like, "I saw it." And no one's, and they're like, "Oh, if it was me, who I thought it was whiskey or beer." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thinking he's like the town drunk. Whatever. They're, yeah, they're messing with which them, is weird yeah. for a kids' movie to even mention alcohol. Why? Kids, See, that's what I'm saying. Like for us, it was not a big deal. No, I know, but like if you think about it, a lot of kids' movies don't. They don't men- like they don't mention whiskey, beer, like just straight up. Like yeah, that, and they don't see show people drinking or anything. Yeah. Like that. Or smoking pipe or whatever they do on there. Looney Tunes and all them, dude. Looney Tunes. That, that's the 60s. You know? Yeah. That's, that's the great stuff. Tom and Jerry. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dean stands up for him. He's like, hey, I, I saw the thing too. You know, and stands up for the – Yeah. And Hogarth's like, you saw you saw the alien? <laughs> he's like freaking out. Oh, kid, I didn't, I didn't see it. You know, I, who's gonna, if we don't stand up for the, for the loons, who will? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Great guy, yeah. Dean. You know? I love, that's one of my favorite lines from him is, yeah, he, is that. Yeah, he has some – he's full of great lines. He's, yeah. full, he's like the main line of the movie too. Uh, but he's also very funny. Yeah, he has like a, all, his like attitude toward things that happen. Yeah, <laughs> just the way he reacts because like you see the squirrel pet start to crawl up his leg. Right, and like re- the animation on his face and like the voice acting as yep. it, as it starts to crawl up his pants, <laughs> Dean's pants. It's just so funny. He's just like, it's on my leg, man. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrels in my pants, oh god. <laughs> and I, I, all I could, he like, has his teeth clenched. He's just like, yeah. I can't keep it in. I'm just laughing so hard yeah. at this point. It's so funny. Uh, and he's just like, I'm trying not to wig out here, man. He's like, <laughs> like, it's like he had a bad trip on something. Yeah, he's like, Hogarth's like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. You're, you're making me lose back to my mom. He's like, okay. <laughs> of course, he, he can't keep it in his pants. He's like, no. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody in advance for this. He stands up, <laughs> opens up this fly, and then lets the squirrel out. Yeah. It causes chaos. Rex ha- yeah, destroys, Rex Havoc. Yep. Destroys a bunch of stuff in the uh, – Dean reminds me of this professor I had in college. This professor, he, you would think he's a student. He did walks he, around. Did he have a soul patch? He had a uh, – yeah, he did actually. He had a soul <laughs> patch. He had a soul patch, and he looked like your typical guy from like Sonora or like from like way up there, right, from the, the mountain. Mountain people. Yeah. Mountain hippies. Right. Yeah. And he would walk around with a backpack and a binder. So you thought he was a student. And here's the kicker. He also wrote a penny board on campus. Really? Yeah. He would ride a penny board or a skateboard. Is this so, an older guy? Or? Yeah. He was like in his mid-40s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did he look like Dean? No. Uh. No, he <laughs> just looked like your average Joe. And then he, the way he would walk, the way his facial expressions and the way he would walk, 
he was either high all the time or he was just coming down from a high. <laughs> like, I, you couldn't convince he me just, that. He just smoked one in his car yeah, and came back. Yeah. You couldn't convince me that this guy does not smoke weed. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> that When I think of Dean, I think of my professor. Great guy? Yeah. Oh, he was one of the coolest. Chill. Not, not even bothered by anything, dude. <laughs> he was high. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing bothered this guy. And always very soft-spoken like that. I never had any professors like that. Yeah, no. This guy was chill to the max. As chill as you can be. That's the people you want to be friends with. Yeah. Those uh-huh. are the people that's just like, eh, just let it go, man. Don't, yeah. Don't react. It's fine. I remember this one kid that was stressing out about a paper, and he was like, hey, hey, don't worry about it. Just try your best, man. And he was like, don't you put your best? You're going to get uh, – you're going to ace this class. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't take it super seriously. I know college college is a big deal, but like yeah. – yeah. Let's take a breather. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I people get it. If you're trying, people get it. If you're right. not trying, then why you, you are You're, you're, you're your paying. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, when I think of Dean, I think of that professor. He's that chill. <laughs> Dean's a cool guy. Yeah. We need a Dean in our – everyone needs a Dean in yep. their life. Yep. If you don't have one, be the Dean. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so basically because of the chaos in the in the diner, Hogarth's mom has to stay late at work now. Yep. Because she basically clean up. Oh, is that – because I watched up until this point, I think, with you, and then I, I think I nodded off or something. Yeah, you are falling asleep. Yeah, I was um, tired. Um, I, I don't know if it's because of that, but it's kind of implied. She's like, I'm going to stay late again tonight, honey. It, it is implied, it, it, yeah. And, she, and she's way overworked, and she's probably at the cover for everyone's shift. And yeah. she's, she's like, I'll take, I need all the money I can get. Like, yeah. You know. She says there's frozen something, and then there's bread in the bread box. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, make sure you make dinner for yourself that you can have whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm way ahead of you, Mom. You know, and he opens it up, and he's only eating Twinkies and whipped cream. He's Cookies, like, and stays yeah. Stays up late watching yeah. scary movies on TV, as all kids do. Yeah, yep. Uh, he's like, so he's like, oh, be bed by 8.30. He's like, oh, Mom, it's me. Come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's cool. And then it cuts to, like, it's like 9.30, and he's yeah. already, he's, like, watching TV and watching some some old fiction, science fiction movie. Yeah. And it's, like. Looks super, like Clark Kent, isn't it's it? It's super cheesy, like, 40s. Or whatever. He's like, oh, darn brain is wasted you know? <laughs> it's like talking like yeah because there's like a brain in there and it falls to the ground and yeah yeah it, it, but it's 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 really indicative for like when you're back i guess back then but also like growing up like if you're if you're up late at night you're flipping through channels you're gonna find some cheesy old movie yeah and you're like oh don't don't go in there you know <laughs> it's just cheesy acting it's just fun you know it's yeah. like good it's funny that's like yeah. it's very it's very you know hits home i guess yep uh but we, we see he's like this brain scientist and it like Right as the brain is like about to eat him, like you see the brain on his head, he's like, "No, no!" You know, and <laughs> the antenna starts to go out, and he's like, "Oh, come on, stupid antenna!" <laughs> he starts, he goes and climbs on the roof. Did you ever have an antenna? Uh, no, no, I no. did. Yeah, and those. The, we had a the dish thing. The oh, the little the little dish that they installed on the outside yeah, of the house. Yeah, yeah. No, like, we had straight up bunny ears on the on the on the TV dang. and an antenna on the on the roof. I had one on an old TV I had, but okay. I, got, I it was just zero. It was just yeah. there's no channels. It yeah, it's just like okay, I'm I'm only using this for my PS2. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, but yeah, he climbs on the on the roof of the built of his house. Sees right. the antenna is just missing. Yeah, and he has like this flashlight, and he's looking around his house. And he sees like a destroyed fence mm-hmm. around his house. He sees like his barn looks like it's like destroyed. He sees like his this his tractor or whatever. There's a tractor in the yard has a bite taken out of it. <laughs> and, he has like this this flashlight is like a mag light yeah and for 1957 that is not happening that's just not <laughs> happening a little kid's flashlight he's seeing all the way he points out into the forest yeah and sees like there's something happened in the forest he's like oh right and he, he concludes invaders from mars <laughs> and, and i saw in the trailer he does what any kid would do he goes back to his room grabs his bb gun tapes the tape tapes his uh Tastes with a flashlight to the, the gun. Yeah, like a uh, bayonet or something. Yeah, like a bayonet. He's got, he's got a helmet on. He like, yeah. salutes himself in the mirror, puts on the jacket. Do you think that stuff is his dad? Do you uh, think his it dad? It looked like it fit his head, though. It didn't look like too big for him. 
I think it was a little oversized for him. Okay, I guess it could be. I didn't look. I thought it was his size. It didn't look like too big. I, I think I I think that's his dad because obviously his dad's not in the picture, right? Whether he's dead or whatever or gone. Yeah, um, I think that's his dad's stuff. That's a good theory. I don't yeah. know. Because who else would have a, a military hat like that and a jacket, like well, an aviation look, hat? I don't like know that. if it was a military hat. It looks kind of like a bomber, like or a bomber. Like, like cause I, I have one. Like, maybe his dad was a pilot. No, you don't. Yeah, know. don't know. Do don't they? Know. Do they? At any point during the movie, do they ever show like they a never, picture of his they dad? They never mention. I don't know if I, there's a picture in the background. No, I don't think okay. so. I don't. I don't think there is. I think it's just like, oh, single mom. You know, that's how. Watch. I'm gonna, now I'm gonna go watch it right after this and like, oh, there he is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's off into the woods. He's looking for trouble. Just like the commercial. Would you have done that though? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. It's nine thirty at night. I'm like, I'm not running away. My mom's gonna catch me. I'm on the fence about this whole thing. I don't know whether I would have gone. No. If I see my tractor has a bite taken out of it, I'm not leaving the house. No. I'm bunkering down, I'm making a fort. I would have at least gone to the barn like You know no, here's the thing. I, I I don't know if it's like I respected it or if I I was scared. Yeah. Or both. Well that's yeah. My parents. And I I would never ever do this. Like if they told me like if I had to sneak a snack, like I sneak ice cream, take the littlest about it, like so you wouldn't, you couldn't tell that it was taken, you yeah. know, like oh, if it's snacks or whatever. Right. I right. would never le- sneak out of the house. But again, I'd be in so much trouble. But again, it's the fifties. We're talking about Hogarth here. Like he, that's just but his, his regular mom thing. said no. And if it's me, my mom told me no, I wouldn't do it. Huh? At, at nine years old, I would not. No way. Yeah. No way. Dark ass forest and everything. Yeah, I'm not going to the forest at night. <laughs> Come on now. Who knows what's in there? Huh? I don't know whether I would have gone or not. Well, you're the. Well, we, we've already said that you're like the school bully, and you're you know you're yeah. outcast, you're rebel. You you do whatever you want. I would have I would have for sure. You're gone hood to, rat. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> I would have at least gone to the barn. I think I would have. Uh, if I was in high school, I probably would have. Okay. A little older, like if I was like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll go do something. But yeah, I don't know. If we're, we're no. the... Back then, hell no. <laughs> the Iron Giant would not be my friend. He would he would have destroyed the world at that point. Oh jeez. I, I wouldn't have been in the movie. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So he he's off into the into the woods I and mean, slow anticipation building of like the music slowly building. He's like looking around at all the like destroyed broken trees and, 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 yeah. and twigs and things. And there's a cool shot of him like kind of standing in the middle of the forest. Yeah. And, and you see like a silhouette of the iron giant, like making marching through trees that have been knocked down. Kind yep, of thing. It's like, yep. Ooh, that's a cool visual. It, it's a very cool shot. Um, but then that's when Hogarth stumbles upon the power station mm. shining brightly in the middle of the woods. Little point here. How would that even be able to be out there? Don't you need, power lines and power lines around all that forest and trees but for me i i question whether it would even be there because of the trees you know if, if that thing blows out or a power line falls or a tree line falls, that's a that's, that's a forest fire yeah that's what i'm saying like it seems like a hazard that you could just build closer but i mean where else are they gonna put it there's, there's a lot of fields around the town you see but again it's it's dry fields i mean we're talking about maine no no but you can like bulldoze you know develop that area okay. better and than cement it off or something yeah, yeah. okay yeah, this place isn't even up to code, I bet. No, no, definitely <laughs> it's not. It's 1957. <laughs> uh, speaking up to code, the Iron Giant's about to wreck shop. You know, yeah. he, he shows up, and we get that cool reveal of, like, Hogar's kind of looking around, and we see the head slowly turn. You see his eyes, and yeah. he's in the treetops. I'm like, oh, there he is! Yep, and he starts to walk, and the sounds he makes when he's walking, the roars he makes, he's one of the coolest robots ever. Yeah, yeah. And he just, like, boom, boom, walking, and then Hogar starts running, and you see, like, you get a sense of scale how big this thing is, because, yeah. like, you see, like, his foot is, like, boom, boom. Yeah, he's so huge, tall. He's massive. huge. Uh, and then he starts walking up to the power line and yeah. he starts eating all the, all the, the power station. Whatever. Right. Right. Um, which is interesting. He's eating it like, Oh, a robot that eats metal. Like, Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. why does he need to eat metal? That's that, and that does, that does raise a question. Like, I mean, obviously it's a kid's movie, right? But does a robot need to eat metal? 
I mean, it's not like us. He's from space. We don't know what he fu- maybe it's his fuel, like in order to stay going. Wouldn't it just be like some sort of power? Well, I mean, if it's running off electricity, or I mean, it's going to run out eventually if it's a battery. Hmm. He's probably turning. But how would metal rebuild that or like regenerate that? I don't know. He's, it's ancient. It's alien technology. We don't know. True. You, so it's yeah. never answered in the movie, but it's a cool little mystery. Like there's, he needs to eat in order to stay alive. There's so many mysteries to this movie that it just leaves you wanting more. Yeah. I yeah. hate. Th- that's the one thing I've always hated about this movie is but that also you have to love it. Yeah, you have to love it because one, there's like a bump on his head, and it's like, oh, is that how he like doesn't know where he's from or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, like we'll, we'll get into it, but there's so many mysteries about this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we see he's like trying to eat the power station, and then he gets tangled up in like the power lines. And right. It starts shocking him or whatever. Uh, he's like roaring and, he's and roaring everything. And he's like, and, so and you cool. told me something about this about the Iron Giant. I didn't. I didn't know. Like who plays the voice actor? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Which, if you listen and watch the movie, it's it like, oh, oh, that is him. So, what's the better Vin Diesel role, this or Groot? Oh, that okay. That was the other. I was thinking about who. Um, here's the thing: I don't care much for Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, but I think this was a better voice, voice acting. He does say more than I am Groot. When? In, in this movie, he's taught. He's like, oh, right, 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 right. No, wait, yeah, I, I agree, but. I think you get a lot of variation in his voice in this. You, okay. get, you get the roars. You get the his, him learning English or whatever. You get him talking, talking, getting mad. You, you get motions out of him. Yeah. So yeah, well, I mean, you get emotions in Groot too, which is great. But Groot, not to but. the extent of Iron Giant. You, you have memories of this. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's getting electrified. He's writhing in pain. He's like, Rah! and Hogarth goes over and turns off the the power station. Then basically, he doesn't turn it off initially. He runs away. Yes, he yeah. does try to run away. And first. then he sees him suffering, like he's being hurt by this. He's like, and he feels bad, like you can tell. And, and he then can't he, turn his back on him. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, I, I gotta help him. And then he turns around, turns off the power. And then that's when he like the equivalent of a robot passing out, like yeah. shuts down, falls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, he wakes back up. The Iron Giant wakes back up. Hogarth's kind of staring at him. And then as soon as he like starts to wake up, Hogarth immediately starts running back into the woods. Yep. Like, and of course, right away he finds his mom. His mom was looking for him. She like went back to the house, and he wasn't there. And she's yeah. like, Hogarth, you know. Uh, and she finds him out in the woods. Oh, my mom would have whooped my ass. If- <laughs> and, she, and she's like, she's like, I was just so worried about you. Don't scare me like that. And like, yeah. oh, good mom. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, you won't believe what I just saw. And she's like, not right now. And he's like, no, it was a giant robot. And he's, trying to, <laughs> he's trying to explain everything, but she just like. Blows him no, off. And she's yeah. like, I do not need this right now. Yeah. Like, you just ran into the woods. Like, I don't need your stories. I don't need your, your yeah. So, like, obviously she doesn't believe him. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. Like, you're an adult. You're like, enough of this. Like, yeah. I was worried sick about you. I thought you could have died. You ran yeah. off in the woods. There's <laughs> bears out here. Who knows? <laughs> but, yeah. So, obviously he shouldn't have been there. No. Because his mom would have been mad. Yeah. Okay. But he doesn't have his BB gun. He left that there. So huh? that comes back oh. later. Oh, uh, yeah. But at school the next day, you see Hogarth and his classmates. They're watching some kind of atomic bomb propaganda <laughs> movie. And it's like, duck and cover or whatever. <laughs> duck and cover. Duck and cover. <laughs> yeah, they had a little, this little jingle. Yeah, because that would work. Yeah. Yeah. Standing under your desk, protection from nuclear bombs. Yep. yep. Just go into the shelter. The yep. bomb will go off. You're fine. Yeah. Right. All okay. I know is to come into this room, jump under the desk, and I'm fine. Yep. And that's it's I mean it's fifty seven. They don't want mass panic, right? But like smart people know it doesn't matter. Like yeah. people mention like oh it wouldn't matter, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, but dumb people believe it, you know? Like yeah. People who are dumb, it gets, comes back later. I think they just have to do that just to yeah yeah control the panic. Yeah. It's just like hey, no, it's it's helpful, you know? Because I mean if it happens, no one's ever gonna know if you duck and cover or not. <laughs> you know? uh, back in town, we see that there's a guy selling junk to Dean, and he's like oh. Uh, I wish I could give you more for this, but uh, it's got a large bite out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, this tractor is like, yeah, I, I don't know. And then you see the town loons like, oh, 
I did I did call the government. They're sending a specialty guy out here. And, and right. Dean's like, they're not. Se- Who's the government gonna send? They're no one's gonna care about this. And yeah. He still doesn't believe it. But like, you see a giant bite out of a tractor. Yeah. What would you like? This is something. Wait, this is that, not nothing. But that could also be like faked. Like you could rip out or take out these pieces of that and then just like weld and cut out all these pieces to a a bite shape. Yeah. Come on, dude. I, my first instinct would not be you faked it. If this guy's selling, well, what it to else me, would what, what else would explain it? Or you have some sort saying. of machine you, that has like a mouth or a claw that like just crushes it, and then you just and he does, shave some it. Some farmers can have access to that in Maine that you've been. In, it's a local, a local guy you've known for years. Like, and we're talking about like a harbor town, so there's got to be like construction stuff going nothing on. Nothing like that capacity. Not, no, that, not that, not that strong enough back then. I probably would have blown, blown it off as like a. Uh, no, whatever. I would have thought it was something's up. Huh. And just like somebody else who thinks something up, we get introduced to the best character in the movie. My favorite character, uh, Kent okay. Mansley, UPD. <laughs> Unexplained <laughs> Phenomenon Department. Is that what that stands for? <laughs> he's, played by, he's played by Christopher McDonald, a.k.a. Shooter McGavin That's from Happy name. Gilmore. Okay. Uh, also president of the United States in Spike is 2, Island of Lost Dreams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you gotta go check out episode 2. Yeah, he's... Uh, he's He's like, oh, Kit Mansley, work for the government. Uh, he's like, that's how he always introduces himself. Yeah. Uh, he's out with some construction crew that's in out by the uh, power line. And he's like, tell me what happened here. He's like smoking a pipe or whatever. And the guy's like, well, uh, we don't know what happened. Just everything just kind of blew apart. But you get the sense that Kent Mansley's this guy. He wait, thinks way too highly of himself, yeah. way too highly of his job. Yeah. And he's it's just kinda, way too serious. But he's, but he's obviously compensating for how important he really is. Right. Because we see later how his superiors treat him. Yeah. You know? Uh, and at first he's just dismissing it. He's just like he dismisses the Iron Giant as the thing. He's like, oh, the sooner I fill out my report, the sooner I can get back to real things. <laughs> even though this place is completely destroyed. Yeah. But he's like, oh, whatever. It's not even phasing him. No, he doesn't care. Like, oh, this this yeah. isn't real. Like, how would you not? I don't know. Whatever. He goes back to his car and he's like, oh, this can't be real. The biggest thing that happened in this town is the Homecoming King. And he looks and his car has a giant bite out of it. And he's like, oh my god, dude! His reactions are the best in this <laughs> he's movie. He's the dude. best. He's my favorite. I love him so. And much. he looks he's like, and oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> he runs out of the car, runs back. He's like, oh, I gotta get this guy. And then we see the giant's hand go out and grab the rest of the car and yeah. take it back and start to eat it. The the Iron Giant like. He his he, comic timing. Yeah, he has comic. <laughs> there you go. He has comic time because he fucks with this guy, but not. Like knowingly, at first he doesn't even know he's doing it, and then later on, no, it's they like, keep, yeah, they keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he comes back, he brings the guy. He's like, "Oh, you, I gotta have another witness here because I, I, I go back to my car and there's a large bite out of it. It's bitten like a ham sandwich." So it's like <laughs> he's just ranting, and before he even gets the witness there, just the car's gone. Yeah, he's like, uh, "What are we, what are we looking at here?" And he just looks down, and all he sees is the gun, yeah, Mark's gun. And all it says is "hog hug." And yeah, he's like, "Oh, what is it?" And he's like, "Something big, Marv. Something big." Like, all right, but uh. Next day, we see Hogarth is carrying out some scrap metal into the woods, uh-huh. kind of banging on it, like, come here, giant, you know, he's trying to get, and he wants to get a picture of him, he has this camera. Right. He's like, all right, I want, he brings it out to the middle, and like, sets himself up with a camera, get ready to take a picture, but there's no sighting. Yeah. It's presumably hour go, hours go by, because he's like, sitting there for a long time, he falls asleep, but when he wakes up, the Iron Giant is standing right next to him. Oh, shit. And he, like, the scaling is so well done. Yeah. Like he like looks up and goes through all the canopy and the trees and just looking down at him. And you're like, oh man, he's <laughs> but it doesn't. He doesn't kill Hogarth. He just mimics him. Yeah. Right. And he just kind of almost like he's studying him. Like his eyes are. Like, or like a baby. He's relearning. Maybe yeah, maybe. Yeah. But he does know who Hogarth is because he. Well, he recognizes him, right? Yeah, because he he drops like the. 
what's it called? The oh, power the, things. Like, oh. The on-off switch. Like, oh. oh, I think I mentioned this. There would not be just a random on-off switch at some power line <laughs> like, place. Oh, on and off. That's all yeah. we needed. <laughs> Glad that switch was there. Uh, but he's, like, mimicking him because, like, he sits down. And he, like, he sits himself down, like, yeah. like, he's, like, moves his feet just away. He's like, Mom, he's mimicking me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Hogarth tries to have a conversation with the giant. He's like, can you talk? Blah, blah, blah. And Vine tries, blah, 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 blah. He's like, okay, well, yeah. no, no, don't talk. Yeah. But he tries to teach him. He's like, oh, this is a rock. This is a tree, you know? And he's yeah. like, rock tree. Yeah. He's like, oh, man. And he's like, he thinks it's so cool. Yeah, he's, he's like, learning. Yeah. He's like, oh, I have my own talking robot. This is great. <laughs> and we see, you know, the Iron Giant obviously doesn't remember where he came from. And Hogarth, he's like, oh, we can't tell people because people are going to wig out. And he's like, they're going to start shooting if they wig out. And, yeah. and Iron Giant is like, wigs out, like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, no, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that, you know? And, uh, but as the day is passing into night, Hogarth's just talking to himself, like, what to do. And he comes to no conclusions. He's like, all right, I got to head home for the night. And Iron Giant just keeps following him. He's like, no, you stay. Yeah. I go, you know? That and you get, yeah, they keep going. And, and then they're, you like, you hear them fade as they're arguing about yeah, he's this. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but that line does come back into later. Like, you stay, I go. And he's like, oh, Oh, I know what you're talking yep. about, too. Damn but it. As, they're, they, as they get back to his house, he's like, no, y- you can't do this, you know? And then the giant starts to eat the train tracks right by his house. Oh, yeah. And he's like, no, 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 you can't do this. And right as he does it, the train starts barreling down the tracks. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, put that one there, put that one there, fix it, fix it, fix it. Yeah. And the Iron Giant's like, oh, you know, he's very meticulously putting the rails back together and trying to force it back down and trying to line it up perfectly. Closer. Me and my siblings would reenact this scene. On the train tracks? Yeah, so we, we had this train set, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had this train set, and um, we, w- we would line it up, right? And then one of us would be the Iron Giant, and we'd grab it with our mouth and everything, just like him. And another one <laughs> would... <laughs> <laughs> Another one would like push the train and run the train sounds on the train set, right? <laughs> and then we would have to like reenact. We would just reenact this whole scene right here. Yeah. <laughs> would you get hit in the face? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we would reenact this whole scene That's right here. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. It was that impact. This movie was that impactful that we reenacted. It's a cultural it. reset, as my yep. sister would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's trying to put it back together. The train's barreling down. Hogarth's freaking out, like, no, it's close enough. It's fine. Just go, 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 go. Yeah. And the whistle's blowing and keeps barreling down until, boom, yeah. crashes right into him. Tra- train makes direct contact with the Iron Giant. It causes this major accident destruction, which would it have been worse if he left it unaligned? Or I think it, it, it still crashed. You know, it still crashed into him. Right. I think it – Um, I think if, like Hogar said, it's fine. Just leave it, right? I think if it's just good enough to get that train through that part, I think it would have been fine. You don't know. I mean, I don't know if it would, it would veer off or something. I don't know if it would have caused a more bigger accident or something. I, I would imagine that trains are built for pretty, I mean. Minute little errors like that? Yeah. I, I, would, I, mean, I would think so. I mean, if the Iron Giant wasn't there, I think it would have been fine. Yeah, but Iron Giant, meticulous, he gets hit by the train, falls into pieces. Uh, as this is happening, we see Kent Mansley's at City Hall. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to, like, brief the town officials on, like, and, like, the sheriff and the mayor and things like that. Like, right. what's going on and what right. his mission is, you know? And he's like, the U.S. government thinks this is more serious than some mere meteor falling from the sky. Gentlemen, you know, this is this could be a Russian or a Chinese weapon, you know, and right. total 1957 cold era mentality. Like, we know that we didn't do it, so that way we need to destroy it. Kind of right. like, we don't know what this could be. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, we have to stop anything that threatens threatens us. Kind of right. Thing. Uh, but as I, his, as he's trying to explain it, and he's just in his Kent Mansley way. Yeah. Uh, is like someone calls like the the city hall and is like, oh, there's an accident, train accident. What kind of accident? He picks up the phone. And he's like, I need your car. <laughs> takes, <laughs> the guy's car takes off. Uh, back at the train's place, we see that it's just destruction. Like the yeah. Iron Giant's in pieces, which I feel like he would be way more destroyed than that. 
he's only missing like a few like a few arms and hands and stuff and like a few like joints and things like screws like really? he, he got hit directly but he only got hit in the face yeah but his like arms are off but why then why would his arms just oh they just pop off i guess like so. mr potato head <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like a defense thing like maybe it's like as it hits it, it's like airbag so it doesn't damage it it pops off or something like as huh. it hits so it doesn't get more destroyed right i don't know because this 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 does come into play later, like the whole limbs and everything. And yeah, all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, we can see that Hogarth gets him to, into the barns before people can see the giant, and all the pieces follow suit. Yeah, and they put him in the barn, and they, he see the Iron Giant can start to fix himself. Yeah, oh, it's so cool. It's a cool scene. Like a little antenna pops out of his head. Yeah, it's like a beacon. Like, and it brings yeah. all the pieces back to him. Like yeah. that's so cool. It's like Iron Man. In yeah, Iron Man three when like, all the pieces. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Man, Iron Giant. Yeah, uh, there you go. But. You know, Hogarth's like, okay, you can stay in here. All right, I'm going to go inside, all right? I'll, I'll come back and see you a little later. Bye. And right. And Iron Giant's like, bye. But he's missing his <laughs> hand. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> What's going to happen? Uh, so he runs back inside. The hand's still missing. Like, oh, hijinks are going to ensue. Yeah. Hogarth's having dinner with his mom. She makes him say grace. You know, and we've yeah. all been there. Yeah. Know? And this scene is, is great. Yeah, it's, he, a, it's a pretty he, funny he, scene. Hogarth sees the hand, like, wandering around the fam- around the house. Yeah. Uh, and he, has he, this, he turns into Dean in this scene. He's like, like he just like he's trying to keep it together. Yeah, and he has to say things to like get it out, you know. Yeah. But he doesn't want to have his mom freak out or see it. So we're because has the hand has to get back to the to the barn. Right, right, right. right. But he's just like, oh my god. <laughs> She's like, what? And he's like, oh my god. We uh, <laughs> we we thank you for the food and stop, you know. <laughs> stop, stop the devil from doing bad things and, and like, get out of here, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> This kid's too much. Ghost that we may live in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but it gets more complicated because he gets he's trying to like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. He tries to sneak the hand out. And we right. see him. He's like, all right, can't go that way. Mom's right there, you know. But it gets way more complicated when Kent Mansley, who works for the government, shows up at the front door. Oh, that's he, right. He needs to use a phone. Yeah. Because he saw that he was at the train accident. And you see the guy with the concussions like, it was a giant metal man I yeah. saw, you know. Yeah. But his witness is, has a concussion. So yeah. Like, no one's going to believe him. <laughs> so he goes down to use their to their house to use the phone. Right, and right, Hogarth right. slams the door on him. He opens it up and he's like, hey there, Scout. Get <laughs> like, Mansley with the government. I need to use the phone, you know. Uh, he goes to call his boss. Right. Picks up the phone and he's just like, he wants to tell him what's going, what's been going on. Right. And his boss is like, if you give me evidence of like a footprint or a photograph, I can get the army down there, you know. But yeah. you have an eyewitness with a concussion, Ken. He's just like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, please, General. And he like has to turn like the, uh, like the silly looking like oven mitt or whatever, like oh, it's like yeah. a clown face or he's like, Please, sir, I know this sounds like a <laughs> <laughs> And like you hear you just hear like the general just yelling at him, like you're, you're like the amount of money we put into you to do this, like you, you give me something real, Kent. Like, he's right. like, No, I have a feeling. He's like, You have a feeling, okay. Like <laughs> Like a typical sergeant would say. Yeah, and yeah. He, he's like, Oh, it he he makes him do. feel so dumb. And he, he like he hangs to the phone and like it doesn't hang up. And, like it keeps falling off. He's like and muttering to himself. He's like such a failure. But he's like, okay, I'm leaving now. You know, yeah. he's like, thank you very much, Annie and Hogarth. And he's like, oh, or he says like Helgarth, or he says his name wrong. Yeah. He's like Hogarth. So you know, yeah. he says his name wrong. He goes like, oh, what an embarrassing name. Like, who would name their son Hogarth? And he looks at the beam gun as he's in the car. He's like, Hog Hog Hogarth. Hogarth. He hits the brakes and everything. He's like, ah! Turns back comes, around. Yeah, he turns back. Obviously, he's like, okay, this kid knows something. Right. Makes his way back, and then Hogarth opens the door again. And he's like, Kent Mansley worked for the government. Uh, I wasn't gonna say that. 
<laughs> but uh, basically, he's like, oh, did you see anything unusual in the woods, Hogarth? Then his mom's oh. like, oh, yeah, he's out in the woods the other night. Oh, really? Oh, oh like, what? mom, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, that's your gun, you know? And he's like, oh, you know, basically giving him away. Yeah. And then he rushes off to the, he's, you hear the toilet first. Hogarth rushes off to the bathroom. And we see the severed, Iron Giant's severed hand is, like, yeah. flushing the toilet and stuff. And he runs upstairs. He's unrolling, it's unrolling the toilet paper. And Hogarth's like, oh, no, he's like, what the fuck, get out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To push the thing out the window. He's like, <laughs> he's like grunting, like, <laughs> which it just makes it more funny if you're, he's in the context of him being in the bathroom. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you hear him moaning. He's like, no, wait, stop. <laughs> <laughs> they go up there. They go, kind of go check on mom, yeah. mom and Kent. And then, like, he gets it out, thud, and you're like, a poof, like, yeah. right when it hits the ground. And his mom opens, like, are you okay? Like, what does that mean? He has his pants down. He's like, mom, privacy. <laughs> Shuts the door. He's like, oh, good, th- quick thinking, man. Yeah. Quick thinking, <laughs> But able, they're able to get away with it. And then, yeah. Kent Mansley leaves. So, night's like, oh, I'll be seeing more of you, Hogarth. You know, like, oh, no. he's trouble. What, what does that mean? You know? Yeah. Th- that night, Hogarth sneaks out, I'm assuming, of his house after he went to bed to go read some stories to the Iron Giant yeah. Uh, yeah. in the barn. He brings out some of his comic books and magazines, like Mad Magazine, like 1250 stuff. Uh, Okay, so I was wondering this whole time how they were able to get away with uh, mentioning Superman, right? But it's uh, it's a Warner Brothers. Yeah. So that's how they were able to do it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, So he brings out – he's like Mad Magazine. He has the spirit and, of course, Superman. Right. And it's so cool when you have a movie that actually mentions like real life. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like this is uh, Great Man, you know. Yeah. uh, Ultimate Man, you know, yeah. whatever else, but like it's Superman actually has the comic cover, you know. He's like, yeah. oh, he's the coolest one out. He's just like you, Iron Giant. You know, he crash landed here. He didn't know what anything was going on, but he had amazing powers, and all he did was use them for good, never for evil. Just like you, <laughs> and the Iron Giant is like, oh, what about that? It's like, oh, that's a Tomo. You know, you're not like him. You're like Superman. You know? Yeah. And Hogarth doesn't even question it. Like, oh, you're like Superman. And yeah. at this point on, the Iron Giant, he's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm Superman. He yeah. never, it never comes into question for him. Like, oh, I'm gonna be a good guy. Right, and this is like the central message of the whole movie. Right? What's what's, uh, what's that? Like you are who you choose to be. You know, oh. and it was relevant back in 1999 when it came out, and it's it's relevant today. Like, right, we have to decide who we will be. Another weapon, mindlessly acting out of fear, ready to destroy what scare us, or will we be Superman? The choice, as always, is ours, and it is a question that grows more pressing every day. Wow, that's deep, man. And it comes back in multiple scenes, like, oh, you are who you choose to be. Like, right, right, do right, the right. right thing. Be right. a good guy. You, know, right. you don't have to be your pre-programmed, your pre-whatever. Oh. You don't have to be what people think you are. You, yeah. know, you are who you choose to be, and that's who it matters to. Like, you that's deep. be the good guy. Yeah, and it's great. Great yeah. message, you know? Yeah. And it comes back later, like, the Iron Giant. Like, he never even questions being evil. Like, he, even when they're, like, play fighting, like, in the junkyard, he's like, oh, Atomo, I'm trying to fight you. You know, yeah. he's just trying to pretend. He right. won't even pretend to be the bad guy. He's like, oh, I'm not Atomo. I'm Superman. You know? <laughs> Every time, like, he would never, he never questions, like, I'll always be good, you know? It's right. Like, oh, man, that's cool. Like, yeah. He, he did, like, he was obviously programmed to do some harm to Earth. And right. And he just immediately just chooses, I'm going to be good. Here, here's my question. Okay, so we don't know where he's from, right? We don't know at all, right? He, he crash lands, and then he's obviously this, and we can talk about more, more about it later, but... We start to see – is this the first scene where we, we like, kind of get a hint that he, maybe he's built for evil? Because he sees the, the comic with the evil or with the with the robot, and it looks like it's destroying things or whatever, right? Do we think – would it be safe to say that he was built for something – like for destruction? Uh, I don't think we see any hints of that yet. I think it's maybe foreshadowing like, oh, he's an evil robot. He's from outer space. Like what do you expect when an evil robot lands from outer space in a normal movie? Right. Bad guy. Okay. Um. And later on, we see like his eyes start to turn red, and other scenes like, "Oh, something, something's up," you know. Yeah. But not yet. Um, the two of them are like, "All right, that night you're hungry, Iron Giant. Let's go 
let's go get you something to eat. And they head right to the main source. The main course, as it were. Oh, jeez. It would be an all-you-can-eat buffet at Dean's Scrapyard. Junk <laughs> area, you know? And the Iron Giant's, like, freaking out. He's like, oh, oh, oh. When he gets there, you know, he yeah, like, yeah. doesn't know what to do. And he starts, like, devouring everything and eating it, shoveling scrap down he's his like throat. He's like the dog that caught the bus. He yes. Doesn't he's, know like, he doesn't, he's just eating everything in sight. <laughs> he starts to eat the car, and the car alarm starts going off. He's like, he's like no, don't throw it. You know, he just, <laughs> he just throws it. Throws it. <laughs> right. It's, like, miles away. But, of course, this wakes up Dean, who's sleeping at this point, you assume. Yeah. So Hogar's like, oh, shoot, I need a distraction. So he runs up to, like, the front door, and Iron Giant's still outside, like, eating scrap metal, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Hogarth, and Dean's like, oh, oh, you squirrel boy, whatever. Oh, yeah. Hogarth, yo, come on in. Do you want want some coffee, man? He's like, yeah. oh, I'll, you want milk, coffee? He's like, I'll take coffee. He's like, I don't know. This is espresso, kid. And he's like, I'm hip. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Hogarth. Uh, so, like, we get a little backstory about Hogarth while he's, like, all hyped up on the caffeine. Yeah. He's talking really fast. And okay. He's basically saying that he was a straight-A student. Okay. He, his mom moved him up a grade so because he, he wasn't fitting in in his grade. But now he's moved up a grade. He really doesn't fit in, and everyone wow. picks on him. And even, he's like, I'm not even that smart. I just do the homework. If they just did the stupid homework, they could get smart <laughs> <than> me. <laughs> and Dean's like, you know, why do you care what they have to say to you? Or what, why do you care what they think about? And then he has the, the line, you are who you choose to be. Right. And it's like, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the message coming in yeah. yeah but their conversation gets cut short because there's ruckus outside right and here's the iron giant dean runs out hogarth has explained to the dean what's going on not, right not the dean dean uh and he's like he tries to convince the dean to let the, iron <laughs> the giant, dean the, the dean hogarth tries to let the uh <laughs> iron giant stay at dean's you know okay. for the night right, he right. needs food and shelter right and dean has this great reaction while he's like drinking his coffee just st- stands up Dumps the coffee on the ground and slowly walks back inside. <laughs> <laughs> no reaction. <laughs> and eventually, like it's, it says, like thirty-seven minutes later, he's like, "Oh, come on, Hogarth." You... Does it really say thirty-seven? Yeah, minutes? It says, oh. like, <laughs> he's like, "You only know what he is." He's like, "Oh, he's my friend." He's like, "All right, I'm tired. Can we stay for all night?" He's just like mumbling to himself. So he can stay for a night. He's like, "One night after that, I, I don't know." <laughs> he's just giving up and arguing with the kid. But it's basically dawn at this point because Iron Giant's sleeping. Hogarth goes home. Yeah. He makes his way all the way back home. Mornings come up. And you see the sun. He's about to get back into bed. His mom comes and wakes him up. And he's like, oh, you're already up? He's like, oh, just making the bed. Got <laughs> 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 no sleep. He's like, okay. But I got I to gotta surprise you downstairs, Hogarth. Come on down. Hogarth runs down. And it's it's Kent Mansley's downstairs. Oh, he works for the government. Uh, oh, and we find out he's renting the room from his mom. He's like, oh, well, we have more time to get more acquainted, Hogarth. Mm, you're like, oh, mm, no. Mm, no. But uh, he always uses like – we get like a montage of him like using phrases with Hogarth. I love it. He's always calling them like total fifties phrases like throughout the movie. And throughout oh yeah, yeah. He's like, this is montage of him calling him like, "Hey there, Scout Champ." You know, like uh, sport buckaroo slugger, <laughs> uh, tiger buddy, ranger skipper, and cowboy. Like it just keeps coming. He's like, "Hey there, cowboy. Why are you in the woods, skipper?" You know, and just like, all these different things. Uh, and Hogarth can't take it anymore. He's no. like, "I'm getting out of here." Like, oh, why don't you take Mister Manly in town? Show him the sights. And he's like, "Oh yes, let's see the sights." And he's like, "Oh mom," you know. Yeah. So. Uh, he has to go take him out of the town. Back at the scrapyard, we see the de- deans like trying to call Hogarth, like, "Where are you at, man?" Yeah. And Hogarth's like, "I gotta lose this car," you know, <laughs> kind of thing. And then we, Dean looks out the window and he sees the giants like eating stuff. He's like, "No, no, 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 no!" <laughs> like, you, you, if you want to eat something, eat the scrap. That's art, you know, freaking out. But eventually, he realizes the Iron Giant can be more helpful for him because he's like able to bend things really easily. Yeah, he pulls, yeah. Pulls it out of his mouth. He's like, "Hmm, I can have you design things for me." Yeah. Uh, back with Hogarth and Kent. Uh, they're at like a ice cream parlor, or, like whatever. I thought eating. they were at the diner. No, they weren't at the diner. It was like a, it's like an ice cream parlor drugstore. Oh, thing. okay, okay. Uh, and they're having like a, a Sunday, like, and but it's with a twist. Okay. It's called the landslide. 
Ah. You, you throw some chocolate bar, you crush them up and sprinkle it on there and, and mix it around. But right. Hogarth sneaks in a chocolate laxative bar. Oh, uh, yeah. His. Like, oh, he's a little smart. He's smart. But uh, Kent eats it while trying to, like, intimidate Hogarth, and he's, like, telling him where the giant is. Like, oh, tell where's the giant? You know. Uh, and he, he gets the, the 50s fear that people were saying. He's like, oh, uh, everyone wants what we have, you know. If we don't have that one thing that's in the woods, we don't. We know we didn't build it. Was it the Russians? Was it the Chinese? Was it the Canadians? I don't care, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we know we didn't build it, and that's enough to blow it up to kingdom come. Like, oh, that's it. You know, damn. destroy it before it destroys us yeah. kind of mentality. Yeah. But he rushes off into the bathroom because he's – Because his stomach starts to growl away. He's right. like – Hold that thought. Yeah, <laughs> don't go, go anywhere. Oh, know? yeah, that's right. That's what he said. <laughs> he rushes into the bathroom, shuts the door, and Hogarth immediately just runs out and leaves. Yeah. Uh, loses him. Throughout the rest of the movie, you see him, like, in the bathroom. And yeah. Have to take a yeah, shit. Like, yeah, he does this shit, like, six times <laughs> every time he uh, goes. But he gets back to the scrapyard, Hogarth, and he's like, I thought you were in trouble. What the heck? You have him doing arts and crafts? What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, oh, what would you have him do? He's like, arts and crafts are beneath the, you know, the, the honor of what I, like, a huge giant robot should do. You know? Right, right, right. It's beneath right. him. I would use them for something else. And they, he starts him with like has to put like an old car in the rocket spinning him around. And yeah. they make their way. He also like takes him to the lake, you know, to go yeah. relax. And Dean's like, "Hey, Hogarth, we gotta tell someone about him." And Hogarth's Ooh. like, "Nah, no, we don't. We don't have to tell anyone about Giant. Just be cool. We're in Coolsville, Dean." You know. And he's just like, <laughs> would you Would you tell anyone about the Iron Giant? I'd probably. I would. I would be like, I'm way over, in over my head. Like if I was it almost getting caught, like if I can't take care of him, like I need somebody. I need somebody. I would tell Dean, like he told right. Dean, but like we gotta tell somebody. No, about I'm talking this. about like, would you tell like an official authority? I would probably listen to whatever Dean had to tell me. I'd be like, yes, sir, Dean. Whatever you say. Okay. I would, okay. I'll listen to Dean. I think Dean would have the best. Best advice. Yeah. Yeah. We see Hogarth, you know, do the cannonball. He's like, oh, come on in, your baby. And the Iron Giant. Cannonballs into the lake and empties the entire. This is one of my favorite scenes too. What with Dean's reaction? Because of Dean. He, he, like, he's reading the paper. He empties the entire the, – the Iron Giant empties the lake, yeah. right? And then, like, there's waves and everything just, like, going. You see Dean just stuck in his chair, just floating around. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the water kind of calms down, and, and he just, like, slowly just gets wrestled back into, like, in the middle of the street. Yeah, he's in the like, middle of the road. Just chill. There's, a, there's a car that drives by. He's like, hey. He's like, yeah. You know, you're in the middle of the – yeah. <laughs> he's like, all right. He's just <laughs> Hogarth's like in a tree. He's yeah. like at the top of a tree holding He's like, on. <laughs> but yeah, we get a montage of Kent Mansley at this point wandering around the forest and nearby farms asking people like yeah. what's going on, asking people questions. And it's always – he's like, oh, he has to take a shit in the woods. <laughs> he's like behind like a, a stump, you know, like he's like pulling up his pants like in disgrace. He's like, yeah. oh, man, this is stupid laxative. But as he, while he's out there, he finds Hogarth's camera. <sighs> so he brings it back to the house and develop, develops the pictures. And what does he find? Evidence of Hogarth and the Iron Giant. Yeah, he finds one little picture in the like, Iron Giant's like in the corner. Oh, yeah, no. he's like he has evidence now. But uh, meanwhile, we get another poignant scene of Hogarth and the Iron Giant in the woods, and they see a deer. They come across a deer. Oh, uh, they, Ooh, they slowly right. kind of get closer, but then it kind of gets scared off and kind of wanders around. Right. And he's like, oh, maybe he just got scared. And then, <clears throat> you hear a gunshot, like pow. Yeah. You know, like a shotgun. And then they're like, oh, oh. and they kind of rush over and they see the, they see two hunters and the deer is killed. Right. Uh, and then the side of the Iron Giant scares the hunters away. Like, oh, it's the creature. And they run away, you know. Yeah. But it's by then it's too late. Like, right. They've they, seen him. Yeah, they see him. The deer's dead. And Iron Giant's visibly, like, sad and confused. Like, he doesn't understand. What just and, happened. I mean, he looks at, like, the gun that fell on the ground. And his eyes slowly start to turn red and zoom in. Yeah. And then Hogarth, like, kind of snaps it out of it. And he's like, oh, oh what? what? Like, he didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And we get, like, the, uh, the simple line, like, guns kill. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, that's the message. Like, well, because Hogarth is, like... 
he's trying to explain death to the Iron Giant. Yeah, like that night he's like trying to go to bed. Yeah, and they explain like kind of death to him. He's like, Hogarth kind of says like, you know, it's bad to kill, but it's not bad to die. All things have to die, you know. Right. And the Iron Giant's like, you die, and I die. Like, yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know if you die, but someday I'm gonna die. You know, right. but. That's pretty deep for a, for gets, a ten year old, you know. It gets even deeper because he's like, well, mom says that you know, like, good things have souls, you know, and souls don't die. Souls last forever, and if you feel emotion and you think, you, like you, Iron Giant, you think you feel emotion, so you must have a soul. And all souls are in all good things, and they go on forever and ever. Souls don't die. Wow. And the Iron Giant is just like, souls don't die. He's like, look up at the stars. You're like, oh my gosh. Wow. What the heck? That's Giant, deep. I know. So great, dude. Like right so great. Oh. <laughs> Hogarth leaves after that, and it's a very sad moment. Like that's the yeah. position the gun the movie's making is guns kill. They kill. Like, right. That's what they do. They're yeah. designed to do that, like right. it or not. And even these hunters were legal, and right. you, can, you can make any excuses. Like not excuses. That's not the right first. Because like there's any uh, statement there, of there's right. you know ethical hunting and right. like, I mean there's people who overpopulation. You got to get rid of them, and you, right. you use them to eat, and you're, you're respectful and everything like that. Right. Like, that's great. Right. But they do kill. Right. Like that's the that's the like guns kill. Yeah. You don't have to be. That's a, what they're meant for. Yeah. You don't have to be a gun. You can yeah. choose to be you know whatever you want, which is like whew, man that's a crazy. For a ten year old, that's pretty deep, yeah. man. Hogarth heads back home. When he returns, he's greeted by Kent Mansley. And his mom's working late tonight, Hogarth, so it's just going to be us boys tonight without any interruptions. And Is Kent Mansley wearing an apron in this scene? No. Isn't he, like, making some... – no? no? Oh, okay. No, no. Uh, I might have been in the montage. Maybe. Okay. Uh, but in this one, he's in the barn. He mocks oh. Hogarth in the barn. Oh, he interrogates him. Yeah, and he basically forces Hogarth to tell him, like, where the Iron Giant is. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he threatens to separate Hogarth from his mom because, like, oh, we're the government. We can do whatever we want. This is where we, we learn that Kent's really a scummy oh, guy. Oh, he's a horrible guy, yeah. He uses chloroform on him, doesn't mm-hmm. he? He does after he, he gets the information from him. He's like, oh, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, Kent. And he's like, oh, no, what about this picture? And he's like, oh, we can make things difficult for you. We can make things difficult for your mom. And he's like, my mom? He's like, yeah, we can. Things are difficult for a single mom, and we can make it happen to where you get separated. Like, but she can't take care of you. Wow. Oh, he's like, no, you can't do that. He's like, oh, we can, and we could. And so after Hogarth says, like, oh, he's in the scrapyard. And then yeah. He's like, oh, I knew it. And then he's just like, oh, Hogarth, don't worry about this. This isn't even happening. This is all just a dream. And chloroforms yeah. him and pass, makes him pass out. Yeah. He's like, oh, my gosh. That's that's messed up. That's a movie villain right there. Yeah. You know? That's a scumbag right there. We see, like, Hogarth wakes up at night, like, in his bed. He wakes up at night? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Uh, because you see Mr. Manley's on the phone with the general. And he's, he's like, oh, the army will be out here in the morning. You won't regret it, sir. You know, kind yeah. of thing. I have evidence. But he's like, oh, no. Hogarth is, like, tries to sneak out. But Kent's, like, across the hallway, like, I'll be here all night, Hogarth. And Hogarth like puts on his helmet, and, like sits on his bed, and, like they, yeah. s- and they stare back and forth. Uh, and it, it, ha- it lasts for like six hours. You see, like the time slowly going by, yeah. and it's slowly both getting tireder and tireder. And yeah. they're just staring at each other, and they both slowly start to pass out. And then the next morning, Kent wakes up, and he's like, ah, ah, and looks over and see- thinks Hogarth's still sleeping. He's like, oh, okay. And then Hogarth walks down the hallway. He's like, morning, Kent. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> walks across the hallway and sees that Hogarth put a dummy there. He's like, oh. Did, yeah. I, did I fall asleep? Did he escape? I, I, yeah. I thought I saw his body. He's like, oh, we don't know. But no matter. It's fine. Hogarth is still here. It's fine. Right. But the next morning, uh, his mom's like, um, Kent, why is the army outside? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they load up in the army trucks with the general and Hogarth's mom and yeah. Hogarth. And they make their way out to the junkyard. And Dean's all playing dumb. When they get there, he's like, we're here to see the metal man. He's like, what? Like, he's just yeah. like, trying to be stupid. He's like, oh, you know where it is. We're going to scour this place. He's like, Oh, the metal man. Okay, like here, follow me. He's in the back, like playing all like dumb. Like, yeah. Oh, some big billionaire wanted him from the from the lobby of his company. You know, yeah. he's up like saying these things, <laughs> playing and it off, dude. He's, he's playing it off. He's like, oh, you, I mean, you have him for for life. I 
give me some time to cut the umbilical, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like you're like, what is, what is he saying? Like, what yeah. is he talking about? And then he's so he, chill. He's just chill. He opens up like his his. Uh, it's like a hanger, isn't it? It's he? like a hanger. Yeah. yeah. It's like it has a storage, or whatever. And we see like the Iron Giants disguised as like some kind of scrap art project it has yeah. like fins coming off of it yeah. and like a bunch of stuff added on, like yeah. sl- slapped on. You know, it looks yeah. taped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, Ken's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Dean's like. You know, uh, I haven't said yes to this, so if you want to, you know, make a competitive offer, I'll uh, see. <laughs> <laughs> he makes Kent look so stupid. Yeah, and the general's like, step outside, man. <laughs> Basically, the general. He rips him The general, one. you realize what you've done, you know, like screaming at him. He's like, you blew millions of Uncle Sam's money. You'll be chief inspector of subway toilets after I'm through with you. <laughs> Effectively firing him, and he's like, "Yes, sir, yes." Sir. And basically, he's fired. And they they all leave. The yeah. army leaves in their trucks, whatever. Uh, and Hogarth, they got they got away with it. Yeah, they got away with it. Yeah. Uh, Hogarth and Giant are going back to playing now. At this point in the in the scrapyard, because they they won basically. Right. Uh, Hogarth's pretending to be like uh some secret agent with like a, a spinny electric laser gun. Oh, just, do you remember it's, those? It's Did like you... a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. would like spark on the inside, but the plastic would like keep like, it contained. Zzz! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he's like, oh, I'm here to kill Otamo. And, and this is when he's like, oh, I'm not Otamo. And he puts on the S on his chest. He's like, oh, I'm Superman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so like, okay, cool. Superman, take this. And as soon as he starts firing the toy gun, the Iron Giant's like defense mechanism kicks yeah. on and targets right at the gun. And he's like, fires his laser blast right at Hogarth. And Dean's able to knock him out of the way. Yeah. Dean sees like this whole thing go down. Yeah. It's a cool like laser beam effect. Like it destroys everything in his path. Like it just disintegrates everything. Right, right. What is this? What is he capable of? You know? Yeah. But the Iron Giant like comes to him, visibly confused, like, what, what? like what? he doesn't know what he did. Yeah. Uh, and he seems like disturbed at what he did too. Right. And then Dean's like, "This thing's a machine. It's it's a, it's a walking gun." And he, Iron Giant's like, "No, no, I'm not." And yeah. The Iron Giant looks like he's gonna like, cry. Yeah. Like that's how good the animation. Yeah, he's like is. a kid. He's like an infant. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm I'm no I'm not gun." You know. And he's like, "Oh, you almost did that to Hogarth." You yeah. Know? He's like, "Oh no!" And he runs away like, almost not in tears, but you know, you get yeah. the gist of it. Uh, they quickly put together that, oh, it was defensive. He was reacting to the gun. Yeah. Oh, no. So they get on the motorcycle and chase after the Iron Giant. That's when, right. That's when it begins to snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Iron Giant throws down the S symbol on his chest. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't know what to do. And then off in the town, he spots some kids are, like, in the distance, like, falling off of the building because they're excited. Like, oh, we see the robot. But they start to fall off the building. Yeah. And he boom, 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 runs and jumps. Uh, it's leaps. a cool scene, dude. And he doesn't even react to, like, he doesn't hesitate. Like, he doesn't yeah. think, like, oh, they're going to find out. He's just like, oh. He just runs and Help. swings into action. Yeah, he's a superhero. Yeah, Iron Giant's a superhero. But he saves them. Uh, he br- brings them down to safety, and the, uh, now the town all sees him. Yeah, and the kids and they think the that he's cool now. Like he's and they know he exists. And yeah. Like, oh my gosh! And then Hogarth and Dean catch up at this point, and they look at him. And Iron Giant leans down. And is like, I am no gun. Mm. Like, oh, uh, yeah, dude. But right as as they're doing this, <laughs> the military is driving away out of the town, and they look in the river mirror. And Kent's like. <laughs> You know, as everyone like turning, <laughs> cause a crash, they all turn around. They start immediately firing on him. And oh! With all the civilians there, they're firing wow. rockets and, and things. They're pulling up back into town, shooting. Yeah, it's yep. a live. Because we see that like the the townspeople are like crowding around the Iron Giant. Yeah, right? like like oh, wow. and all of a sudden like they're like appreciative of him. They like yeah. they start like, to oh, admire wow, him. These guys all of a sudden, boom! You just start seeing uh, bullets and missiles fly. Yep. Yeah. They basically are just firing rockets and bullets into the populated town. Yeah, they like they don't care. And they're right there. The civilians are right there in yeah, the middle, could, literally anybody, in the middle. Anybody could get hit by that bullet. He has Hogarth in his hand at this point. Right. He covers him up, and you, you see right as he covers up, bullets fly off of his his hand. So yeah. like, if he didn't do that, Hogarth would have gotten shot. Yeah. He would. So he killed. starts he starts to run out away from town to start avoid any kind of more damage to the town. Right. And right. Starts running away. He's a hero. Uh, eventually he gets out to a point where like 
he gets like they're running and then he falls off a cliff or whatever. Like he's just running away from like. Oh yeah, this is one of my favorite scenes. Uh, and then he's like falling and then and all of a sudden, and he's like, "You can fly." He's got he's got rocket boosters and he starts to lift off. Yeah. Oh, put your hands out like Superman. He's like, dun dun Yeah, he puts his arms out. Oh, such a hype moment. Yeah, dude. So hype. Uh, and then there's like fighter jets coming in there and the army's like, Oh, initiate code red, you know, and there's yeah. fighter jets and there's uh aircraft carriers and stuff yeah. and everything's firing at him. He's trying to avoid it. And then as they're firing him, his eyes start to turn red again. And he's like, no, 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 no. You know, he starts to cover it. He doesn't yeah. want, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He's, he's choosing to, to not be that way. Yeah. He's like, no, no, that's not what I want. You know, uh, he just wants to avoid the humans. He doesn't right. want to get shot. Yeah. Uh, eventually he gets hit hard by like a, a rocket from like battle, the cruiser or something. Right. Right. And he starts to fall out of the sky and he crash lands in the snow. Iron giant survives. Hogarth got flown out of his hands and he's not moving. Ooh, just shit. like the deer from earlier. Yeah. And the iron giant looks over and he looks like absolutely crushed. He thinks like he killed his friend. Right. Right. He's lost the only person he cares about. Yeah. His first friend. So, but, so the iron giant has feelings. Oh yeah. He has totally yeah. has emotions. Yeah. And you see, like, the look on his face is heartbreaking. He's, like, he kind of, like, looks down. He's, like, going to touch, Hog- touch Hogarth. And yeah. he goes, like, like, yeah. like, looking around. And, like, it's, like, heart-wrenching, like, yeah. his face. Uh, but the army pulls up, like, oh, he's not dead. Fire on him. And yeah. He's just, like, sitting there getting hit in the back by all these bullets and, and missiles and things. And he just lets his emotions take the better of him. Ooh. And his eyes just go, like, turn red. And he starts to transform. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, baby. He clenches his teeth. And he goes full blown atomic. <laughs> his arms turn like the space looking laser yeah, blast. Yeah, like one laser is like cannons. A, one's like a pincer electrical like thing. Oh really? It's okay. Like, Doesn't like he have like a Buzz Lightyear blast helmet that comes? Yeah, over he has too? like a little helmet thing. He yeah. has like uh, like antenna type things that like kind of look around and like zap oh. things. Uh, he has like this big old chess piece, Iron Man chess piece kind of yeah, in yep, there. Yep. Uh, it's a cool design, dude. Yeah, it's really it's cool. Really cool. Like it's Mr. Freeze kind of. Yeah, it looks yep. a little Mr. Freezy. Yeah, and the the blast that he does, like uh-huh. the green energy and like the design of him, he's awesome. As soon as he starts doing this, the army's like turning around. Like he, he fires one thing and it, like it's like a green bubble. Uh-huh. It goes like, and it just absorbs the tank into it and it ex- just disappears. And you're like, <laughs> what? That's so cool. But he starts marching and it's gonna go destroy the entire yeah, army. He, he, yeah, he, he just, just starts only his programming's taken over. and yeah. it's done. Uh, the battleships are firing everything on it and nothing can stop it. Yeah, you know, no. he's like, we've tried everything. Nothing can stop it. Like, Not everything, General. The bomb. Oh, <laughs> like, the Moab. So <laughs> the plan is the bomb themselves, basically. They're going to lure the giant away from town and then drop a nuke on him. Right. And it's all Kent, Kent Mansley's plan, by the way. Yeah. He's like, Kent Mansley, you're mad. You know, he's yeah. like, get ready to bomb, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're if you're Kent Mansley, like, there's a giant robot destroying everything. Right. Bom- uh, but bomb ourselves and the, the people in it, and but their 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 plan was to lure him away from the town, right? Uh, okay. Lure him away. Oh, okay. But some people aren't very smart. Yeah. Uh, no. So they have the like, the aircraft carriers and the submarines target the giant's current position and awaiting right. the confirmation from the general. Like, right. All right, we'll wait your confirmation. Hogarth thankfully wakes up. He's not really dead. Thank yeah. God. We see him in like mom's car with Dean and uh, Hogarth's like, we gotta go back. We gotta go save the giant. And his yeah. parents are like, no, you're crazy. We gotta take you to the hospital. Like, yeah. Kid, you're, you're nuts. Uh, but before they can do any of that, the army stops him, like at the edge of town, and like, oh, this, we're evacuating. And then uh, uh, Dean's like, no, we gotta get this kid to a hospital. What are you talking about? And then he's like, what kid? And turns around, Hogarth's already running off into the into the town. Towards oh the Iron yeah, giant. yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. Hogarth, come back. And we see the Iron Giant's targeting like the aircraft carriers out in the bay with like his chest cannon things, like charging. He's like, you know, charging up. And Hogarth comes up, like, wait, and it distracts him for a second. The blast fires past the. He distracts him so it misses. Right. And it fires past the ships, and it's some like green atomic bomb energy. 
like it fires like an alien mushroom cloud like off in the distance <laughs> it's like disintegration things it just because it he was gonna annihilate it that would they would have been done like yeah that that the it, the whole nuke would have been gone like <laughs> there would be no hope you yeah know i mean like that thing would have destroyed everything that, yeah. that one gun on his yeah. chest uh but hogarth steps in and the hogarth uh, the giant raises his arm his arm cannon thing yeah. starts to charge like green energy at him laser energy whatever yeah 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 so he's and gonna blast yeah, he's gonna blast hogarth he doesn't realize it hogarth just starts pleading with uh. his friend he's like it's bad to kill guns kill you don't have to be a gun you are who you choose to be so choose Ooh. and he, he turns that's a brave 10 year old man yeah, he's like choose you know he's like about to get blown away and like still charging up don't let your programming be who you are dude you can be yeah. better yeah all it takes is for you to decide to yeah. do it yeah and then the giant just goes Oh, jeez. He starts to – he beats his programming and starts to transform back into the Iron Giant we know and love. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. eyes go back to normal. His arms revert back, you know, and his chest piece closes up. And he looks visibly, like, confused and scared and yeah. kind of upset in what he's done. Yeah. You know, like, why do we fall? So we can learn to pick ourselves back up. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, Hogarth and Giant walk back into town. He's like, oh, we got to show him that you're good, you know. And the General and Kent are arguing about whether to launch the missile or not. Yeah. And they're like, wait, the Giant's friendly? I don't understand. And He's like, no, it's a defense mechanism. Don't worry. If you fire, it's going to start all over again. Don't yeah. do it. And Kent's like, shoot it now, General. Do it, do it now. You know, they're all arguing. Yeah. And thankfully, the, the, the soldiers see Hogarth in his hands. And they go, stand down. The boy's alive, you know? Yeah. And Kent Mansley's he's like, it's a trick. Launch the missile. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> <laughs> General's like, are you mad, Mansley? Everyone stand down. And he goes to the radio thing like, all right, uh, submarine, uh, this is the general whatever. And then Kent's like seeing like his opportunity is going to go away. Grabs the radio from his hands like, launch the missile now. <laughs> the nuke goes Psh! initiates the launch sequence we see it leave the submarine and into the atmosphere the general like <laughs> do you see, realize he, what you've done Mansley he, like, <laughs> that's what he said he's like the bomb is targeted to the giant's position where's the giant Mansley <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh. and he like gets flustered and he jumps in the car and tries to take off yep. like a coward he's dude. like he, 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 Mansley's even like we have a we can duck and cover there's a fallout shelter right here and the, the, the general's like there's no way to survive this <laughs> Dude, the general is one of my favorite characters. He's so fucking pissed. He's so like dry and just like he yeah. Anything. He's like, you're going to die, Mansley, for our country. <laughs> <laughs> Mansley like tries to leave, and the Iron Giant stops him in the jeep. Yeah, Make sure gonna... you stay there, like a good soldier, Mansley. Yeah. Like, you know, it's your oh. own dumb fault. You're gonna launch a nuke on us. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you thought a fallout shelter would work? Like, oh, we can duck and cover. We'll be fine. Come on, dude. <laughs> Kent Mansley, man. You gotta love him. You gotta love him. <laughs> but at this point, the air raid sirens start going off. Yeah. The town's panicking and worried. You see the missile, like, hur- hurling towards the sky. Yeah. And Hogarth's like, that's a missile. When when it comes down, everyone will die. He's trying yeah. to explain to the giant, like, what's going on. The giant's kind of looking up. Uh, people are like, should we get to the shelter? And Dean's like, it, it won't matter. Yeah. It, there's nothing we can do. Like, and the giant's watching this play out, looking at the sky. And he's like... I can fix it kind of thing. He says, like, I fix or something like that. And then okay. he has some last parting words to Hogarth. You stay, I go. <sighs> and he takes a, one final look at his friend. Hogarth is like, I love you, whatever. And giant <sighs> takes off into the sky. Yeah. He starts flying, and he, he's what he chooses to be. Yeah. And what he chooses to be is Superman. Yeah. That's who he chooses to be. He says, I'm Superman. And he flies straight up towards the nuke. He's going up and up and up. He leaves the atmosphere. He's in Earth. Earth's orbit, basically. Yeah. And as the music's building and building, Iron Giant hears Hogarth's words ring true in his head. Like, you are who you choose to be. And he yeah. just whispers, Superman. As yeah. he closes his eyes and smiles. And yeah, you just see the cloud. Just you see him. You see this. Basically, it's a star. 
yeah. how far far up there, and just all it does is he collides with the bomb, blows up, blowing it up away from Earth, saves everyone's lives, yeah. sacrificing himself, leaving only a star behind for the town to look up at. <sighs> Dude, we cut, we cut to like a few months later. Uh, the town's put up like a statue or plaque honoring the Iron Giant, yeah. dedicated to his memory. And we see that Hogarth's mom and Dean are like dating or in a relationship, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. She she calls him Honey or whatever. It's like, yep. oh, okay, something's yep. up. Yeah. And Hogarth's actually made friends. He's like re- play, roughhousing with some other boys. Well, now he's the coolest kid on the block, dude. Right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta be friends with the kid who knew the giant. Yeah. And the uh, Dean's like, oh, the general sent this to you, Hogarth, and it's a package, and it's one screw from the Iron Giant. It's the only piece that they recovered. It's oh a little, man. Little memento from the giant's remains. That's yeah. all they, they wanted you to have it. That would never happen nowadays. The you don't gov- think so? The government giving up a piece of alien technology no, for some kid. I bet you a general, like, for a screw like that, they probably would have been like, ah, it's just a screw. Whatever. Take it, general. No, He's a general. No, Come I on. know. But, like, nowadays, that's that's going in some vault somewhere. That's being studied. You think so? As ancient, that's alien technology. That's no way they're going to let it go to some kid. Okay. Come on now. Later that night, yeah. Hogarth is awakened by some strange tapping and beeping sound. Mm-hmm. What could it be? It's the screw. Mm. The screw has, like, a light going off. It's tapping up against the window. It's trying to get out. It's received some kind of signal thing, opens it up, and he's like, I'll see you later. You know, as the yeah. screw kind of slows off. The giant's fixing itself. We yeah. cut to some glacier off the coast of Iceland. Yeah. We see, like, multiple pieces of the Iron Giant, like a foot, like, making its way. Yeah. Like, yeah. a hand yeah. crawling over, and we make their way to the Iron Giant's head. He's alive. The movie ends with the Iron Giant opening his eyes and smiling. <laughs> and I'm assuming it's because he's thinking, like, Bitches, I'm immortal. Like, <laughs> I, like, I'm unstoppable. I get hit by a bomb and I don't disintegrate. I'm just pieces. Yeah, he's like he's like Pluto. When he, he's Pluto su- came back, he's like, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Pluto. And that's when the movie ends. Yeah, that's it. What do you think of The Iron Giant? Dude, it's my favorite movie of all time. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so great. Totally. It's so great. In terms of a superhero movie. Right, I mean, right now it's at our number one spot, right? Yep. It is totally a super superhero movie. Um, the best Superman movie. And what? Uh, yeah. Okay. Far. Okay. Okay. Best Superman movie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can go for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just I. I love this movie. It's so like impactful. It has so many themes to it, and there's so many like different things going on, and it, like I said at the beginning, it leaves you with so much mystery that you just want to like you want to find out more. Like, why does he have this dent like right in his head? Right. Assuming from the crash, right? Something. Or maybe he, or maybe he's kind of like uh, the Martian Manhunter, right? Where there was a war on Mars, and he was like the last surviving person. He just like escaped with his life. He was like, you know what? I, I need to get off this planet, and he just leaves. But, or maybe like he got hit with his head on the way out, or hit on the head when he came, and he just like memory wiped. Can like, you imagine if he came to Earth without that helmet being dented, and he just came as destruction mode? I I, I don't know. And he just destroyed everything. But I wonder – here's what I thought as a kid is that if he didn't have the dent, would he know how to talk like just normally? I don't, don't have think to so learn because it. The, the, dent comes, the dent reforms itself. It goes back to his normal skull when he's angry and like after – right before he turns into the – Oh, does dent. it really? Yeah, because after Hogarth died, he's like, oh, and it kind of goes pop, pops back into – Does it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So I'm assuming if that was there at the beginning, he hadn't learned anything. He hadn't had emotions. He hadn't made any connections. He would have just been – out murder mode and just destroyed everything oh interesting i have to watch this because what could stop him nothing no he's like a walking just like military just like unstoppable he's an iron force. giant yeah he's just an unstoppable force wow great movie everyone yeah. go watch it yeah it's, it's, awesome. it's amazing man i i'm so bummed it didn't do as well as you would think it would but now we can look back on and love it yeah love it even more man 
Thank you for joining me on this episode, Joey. Oh, no problem. Anytime. <laughs> Next week, we'll do another Bradburn movie. How about Incredibles? Ooh, that's a really good one. That's Love another superhero that movie. movie as well. Yeah, they, yeah. Until yeah. then, thank you everybody for listening. All Check right. the description if you want to follow us on any of the social medias and yep. all that jazz and support the show. Otherwise, thank you for listening, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Bye-bye. Bye.